Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you look at money in a different way (laughs) and everything else around you. I want you to look at it differently because it absolutely matters. And you'll figure out and find out today specifically why I'm saying all of these things about making you change the way you look at money because it absolutely matters. Today is Friday, July 28th, 2023. And what an incredibly great day it is as always. As they say, six foot above ground is always a great day, right? So we have several cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today. So I'd like to say happy birthday to Dana Daniel of Alexandria, Virginia. Happy birthday to Dorsey Thomas of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And happy birthday to Dania Shaw of Washington, D.C. And it might be Dinah Shaw. And so if I mess that up, I apologize to you. But happy birthday. May all of your day This beautiful day, July 28th, be filled with all of the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day. And I can't forget, Edward O. Ray's birthday is today as well. And um, happy birthday to him as well. So ladies and gentlemen, we have embarked upon a lot of conversation this week that I have to go in and explain. And so I believe it was Monday. We had a little bit of a conversation about the UBI. That was the universal basic income. And a lot of people haven't really heard of it. And a lot of people don't know what's actually going on. And what really made me start to put my antennas up and get this UBI universal basic income under my radar was because I was doing my economy snooping. That's what I'm calling it, economy snooping. And in this parallel economy, they kept making reference to African-Americans and our ability to take part in universal basic income as if we are the only individuals in this United States that are having some income issues. And so I started doing some digging and I talked about some a few things that I found earlier this week. But I really want to break down um, universal basic income so you all can understand. Now, how does this relate to being ahead of the crypto curve? When we're talking about cryptocurrency, it comes in all different forms. Bitcoin is just one of the cryptocurrencies. But ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you today that... The central bank digital currency will absolutely fall under the headlines or the guise of cryptocurrency. 
It has its own blockchain. It has its own protocol. It has its own controllers. It has all these things, the same things that digital money, cryptocurrencies have, right? People able to buy and spend it. It may or may not go up or down in value. And I'm going to tell you why I say that, because with the central bank digital currency, they're able to devalue it the way that they need to, to make sure that the economy is sustaining itself. And so we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. But before we do, I want to go ahead with the quote. And the quote says, the economy is the start and the end of everything. You can't have successful education reform or any other reform if you don't have a strong economy. In the new economy, information and education and motivation are everything. So ladies and gentlemen, I find that to be so true, especially in today where we need to continue educating and getting the information that we need about this new economy because it is everything. It is not something. It is everything. So when we come forward, we are going to talk about uh, universal basic income. And for those of you that may be lifting your nose saying, you know what? I don't need anybody to give me anything else. I actually found an African-American woman that was totally against universal basic income until something stepped up on her door. So we're going to talk about that and we are going to get ourselves educated when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And so just to kind of help frame this conversation about universal basic income, whether you need it or not, um, whether it's a conversation that you've ever thought about having everything that happens on the macro, on the micro, literally affect us financially because this money has to come from somewhere. And I'm not sitting here. Uh, as a proponent of universal basic income, um, I don't know the pros and cons. All I know is what I'm reading from the different studies that are being done around the United States and actually around the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, looking at our economy, being an experiencer <laughs> of this economy, I just made up a word, but actually experiencing how our economy is going because I am the one that is in all different types of communities really just watching what is going on getting the a general feel for the direction that we're going because you absolutely know that boots on the ground beats any of these studies and any of these data points that we receive and I can tell you ladies and gentlemen that things are happening uh, you can just look around you, not even looking at the news or watching the news, just to feel for how many people are on the corners asking for money for funerals that may or may not even be taking place. Uh, the, the crimes and things that are happening. And again, not on the news. I don't watch the news. Just watching how people are behaving and moving all across this United States lets us know that something is happening. 
uh, the, the mindset around going to work and actually staying on a job. All of those things have to do with our community specifically. And I can't say as though I don't care about other communities, but my care and concern is for what I see happening in our community and how basic income is going to play into this as artificial intelligence continues to grow, continues to snatch regular everyday jobs. Where, what direction do we go in for sustainable income in the workplace? And if we don't have that sustainable income because we don't have the right technical skills and it doesn't have to do with having a college degree or anything like that, I have to start to play chess in my mind to figure out what direction we're going and how are they going to issue in some sort of social program that is going to sustain our community not just our community, but communities across the United States. So we're not all becoming homeless and seeing more of what we're already seeing. And as I think about that, I think about the central bank digital currency for those of us that do have money in the bank, those of us that do have viable, sustainable jobs and things of that sort and how they're going to usher these things in and how are they going to work? And then of course, Paying attention to what other communities are being told by their leaders, by their individuals that are trying to get them ready for what is to come and trying to figure out why they're pitting them against our community a little more than has ever been done because social media pushes to so many different homes that we're not even paying attention to. And that's what actually put my antennas up around universal basic income because it's being used synonymous with the African-American community in the in the respect um, of the fact that they're saying, of course, that we're on welfare more than any other nationality of people, which is absolutely not true based on the amount of us that are in the United States. But if, if it's being pushed and disseminated into all of these homes through social media, I just really wanted to kind of know what and why they were coming up to these conclusions. Because if you don't know better, you don't do better. And I can do better if I'm informed. And so I'm going to bring you those those pieces of information. So in my discovery of why these folks are talking so much about African-Americans and universal basic income and how we being on these programs are just going to devastate their financial situations. I found out that MIT, yes, MIT had a technology review where they interviewed and talked about what else? An African-American woman who was hell bent against this thing called universal basic income. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her story. And it really helped me understand like why these folks are really targeting African-Americans and diversity inclusion and all of these things because they feel like we're getting something more than their community is getting. And, um, Again, this is all going to tie back to cryptocurrency eventually, because I believe the universal basic income is going to be divvied out through central bank digital currencies and they'll be able to better control what's going on. And so 
Um, if I leave a little bit out, prayerfully, I won't. But we've only got a short, limited amount of time. So I'm going to go into this. So there is this young lady, uh, by the way, um, was not at all interested in universal basic income. In fact, it kind of states that she was against it. She was a little bit snobby, turned her nose up to it. But somehow, MIT found her in Silicon Valley and did a study on her or followed her along. And her name is Elizabeth Softkey. And she states when she first heard of the concept of universal basic income, she had real doubts because she was a public school teacher at the time. And she knew how hard it was to convince people to support even the most modest financial benefits like pay raises for her and her coworkers, right? She was a teacher. So giving people money, she couldn't wrap her head around it. And she said, oh, no, nah, first of all, we don't need that. We need to be taken care of as teachers, but you can't just give people money. But that was before she was actually diagnosed with colon cancer, before her aggressive chemotherapy left her actually unable to work unable to pay her rent. Then she was evicted from the house that she owned in Redwood City. So she actually experienced a foreclosure and then later an eviction. And then she had to move into a homeless shelter. And again, this is an African-American woman. Looks or seems to be in her 50s. And this was just recently, ladies and gentlemen. And then she got a call from someone saying that she was accepted into this program that was offering a six month uh, monthly payment of five hundred dollars to 15 people that were experiencing homelessness. And so she began uh, getting involved in this pilot program that was run by a nonprofit organization, which was giving guaranteed income and direct cash transfers with no strings attached. So for those of you that know anything about social service programs right now, if you get any types of money, you're supposed to be working or getting yourself acclimated to getting back into the workforce. But these types of programs that are coming forward here in the near future, there's supposed to be no strings attached, no type of work, um, uh, provisions there there's no work requirements involved and what soft key stated to MIT was this was a lifeline for the first time in a long time she says she felt like she could actually take a deep breath and start saving now and see herself in the future and now I'm going to put a pin in it right there $500 a month here in California I don't know how anybody could feel like they could take a deep breath and start saving because there's absolutely nothing you can save or even take a deep breath with $500. But that's what MIT actually pushed out there. And it really leads into this whole thing in this cryptocurrency space, as well as this Silicon Valley space, um, because entrepreneurs like Jack Dorsey, Facebook co-founders Mark Zuckerberg and Chris Hughes um, are proposed 
I'm going to say advocates of universal basic income. And the reason why they are is because they're saying it's going to be a solution to the job losses and the social conflict that is getting ready to really wreak havoc in our United States based on automation and artificial intelligence. The very technology, technological companies that are actually creating the problem. And here it is. They've taken this African-American woman along with these tech giants that are saying that they're proposing this universal basic income because they know what they're creating and they're disseminating and putting these two stories together. These tech giants saying people are going to lose jobs and then they're putting these black this particular black woman in the same article which makes it look like black folks are losing their jobs not just because they're losing their jobs to silicon valley but maybe to some illness like a colon cancer and we need a handout and so this really is something that um in their opinion we're being given an opportunity that nobody else is. And so they're saying that this universal basic income is giving us an opportunity to be counterbalanced um, and give us a guaranteed income. And it's aimed at addressing economic and racial injustices. And again, when you pair all these things together, it's giving people, even if they don't really understand what's happening, it's giving them a warp sense that we are being given some sort of money based on equity and inclusion. And it's just, it's just a different feel and a different thought process that they're pushing out to the entire group of individuals that are buying into this whole uh, Trump 2024 candidacy, um, the fact that uh, diversity and inclusion is taking their jobs, that we as black people are getting paid to have babies, we as black people are getting paid to not have have to work um just all of these things they're feeding this into their communities and even in this this particular um article that i'm reading ladies and gentlemen listen to who they tie into this and i'm talking about mit this is one of i'm gonna say not one of theirs i'm gonna say this is a stellar college that everybody looks up to you always hear about MIT and Yale and Georgetown and some of these colleges so they're taking this as to heart not to even say that this article is bad but they're taking this article and running with it because this is gospel this is what needs to be um this is where where they get their information and where they're pulling from. And in this article, it says in the United States, proponents of these guaranteed incomes, as a matter of fact, income injustices have included the Black Panthers and Martin Luther King Jr., while the libertarian economist Milton Friedman advocated it as a form of negative income tax. And so I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this. It is really interesting 
how we are in 2023, and I'm talking about July of 2023, being lumped in to a group of individuals that are going to receive this universal basic income. And some of you haven't even heard of it. Uh, This is maybe the first time that you're hearing of it, but we're being accused of the users of it and the ones that are going to uh, benefit the most from it. In fact, they even took a picture of a mural that's up in Northern California that it has a black hand. It has a African-American hand holding a tree and the roots go into the city and it says plant. It says plant the seed UBI. And so let's just really quickly um, say what basic income is. Universal basic income takes on a distinct form in different historical and geographic uh, contents where it varies, where people are going to get some level of payment, frequency of payments without having any strings attached. So it would be sort of like a social justice. Uh, it would be like a social program, like a, uh, uh, AFDC or uh, some sort of county program, but it's going to range based on individuals. So a individual can get it no matter what else is going on in their household. A child can get it no matter what else is happening in their household. And it ranges anywhere from $500 a month to $2,000 a month. And when we come forward, we'll talk about some of the other countries that have already implemented this universal basic income. When we come forward after news, sports and traffic, we'll kind of break that down. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We're going to continue just for a few seconds, just so you can really kind of understand uh, what is happening and what I am actually predicting as to how they're going to roll out this central bank digital currency how all these things tie together we got the fed now program which has nothing specifically to do with central bank digital currencies fed now which started this month in july has to do with how they transfer money between banks across borders and all of those things so it's no different from Uh, doing a bank wire or a Zelle or anything like that, but it's just instant and it supposedly costs less. And there are certain banks that have it, certain banks that have been allowed to have it. That is what I'm calling the railways. The central bank digital currency is the actual train that gets on the railways that is the money that we use to go back and forth across borders back and forth between stores and things of that sort. Now, when they implement that and give that to people, it's got to be in some form where the people in the communities don't buck up against it and say, hey, I don't want that. Why do I want that? Because you're in control of it and I can do what I want to do with money. Why would I want this thing called a central bank digital currency? And remember, I told you there's going to have to be some sort of coercing or there's going to have to be some sort of catastrophe that happens where the American people open up and say, oh, 
this isn't so bad after all. Maybe I'll go ahead and indulge in central bank digital currencies. But guess what would be the easiest way for them to get us using it? If they give us this money with no strings attached. So I hope this is starting to really open your mind up and you're starting to see all the 50 scenarios coming together. The things that we've been talking about, how or why are they going to issue in this in this central bank digital currency? And then you look at this universal basic income that is supposed to have no strings attached. So let me just say this really quickly. A universal basic income could make the United States economy trillions of dollars larger. So and I'm going to say this would be permanently. And I'm agreeing with the study that I read by this left-leaning Roosevelt Institute because basic income is a proposal in which every single American will be given a stipend from the government with no strings attached. Remember, I talked about this, ladies and gentlemen, if they push money into the economy, they can continue making money off the stock market and all these other things. It has often brought up as a potential solution to the widespread automation and reducing the demand of this labor in the future, which we've already talked about. But in the meantime, some of the critical the critics say that it is typically going to be far too expensive and far. It's not going to be practical. And what it would do was spur millions of Americans to drop out of the labor force to just sit back at home and get this basic income. And again, they're lightweight insinuating that it's going to be black and brown folks that are going to sit back and pull back from the labor force, wrecking the economy and depriving the government of the tax base funding that they need for the future. Right. And so all of this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, is going to happen whether or not we like it uh, or not. But I want to say we've got to just continue to keep our eyes and ears open as to why we are being such a target because they've got to blame this on somebody. They've got to blame what they're saying as laziness on somebody. And as they push this central bank digital currency out, this full version, we don't know what it's going to look like. But I'm going to ask you this. Um, if you think about my scenario and, and what I've always said as a, a financial advisor, again, I'm not one anymore. But when I was teaching about 401ks, I said, think about this critically. If they walked into a job right now today and you had a full pension, you knew that when you were going to retire, that you would get the exact same money that you get on the job for the rest of your life. If they walked into your job and said, "Okay, we're cutting out that program. You're not going to get it anymore. We're going to have you save for yourself. What you have just said. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. Boss, man. That's cool. I'll start saving for myself. No, you would have raised. Holy heck. And so in order for them to take away pensions, they had to give you something 
where you felt like you were still being given something, but at the same time, they had an agenda for you to save for yourself. That's how they ushered in 401ks. We'll give you a dollar and you save a dollar. So it's not so bad that we're taking away your pension. So I need you to use that train of thought into this same basic income uh, conversation. Right now, you really have no incentive to accept this basic universal income because a lot of the social programs right now have strings attached. But what if we come in and give you $1,000 a month per adult, no strings attached, and it's attached to this thing called central bank digital currency. And right now it's worth a dollar. But in five years, it may be worth 50 cent and then less and less and less, depending on what they need to do to adjust their numbers to ensure that they're still the ones winning and not us. They've got to find a way for us to accept this new form of money because it is beneficial for them, not necessarily for us, but they've got to frame this where it's beneficial for us and so as we look at basic income and the conversation around it we see something different than what is actually the agenda so again all eyes and ears open when you know better you do better the fact of the matter is you're going to be utilizing this central bank digital currency it may not be for everybody in the form of universal basic income but they've got to find a way to usher it in they've got to find a way to bolster the economy especially during this this automation and this loss of jobs that is about to happen. And we have got to know what cryptocurrency is going to our digital asset is going to benefit us. And again, this all circles back around to the fact that central bank digital currencies are controlled by someone just like XRP is controlled by someone just like 95% of the cryptocurrencies out there are controlled by someone. They can turn it on and they can turn it off. So if you are going to step into this cryptocurrency space, look and find the decentralized platforms that no one owns or controls because they are going to leave people holding a trick bag. Just like, I'm sorry to tell you, your 401k in most cases is a trick bag because they have taken so many fees out of your 401k they have gained so much from selling you on the fact that this 401k is going to be there for you at retirement and yes some of you are living well because you were on you were one of the groups of individuals back in the 80s that started getting a dollar for a dollar and then it turned into a dollar for 50 cent and then it turned in to a dollar uh you put in a dollar and then you get up to 30 percent of that dollar and then 
For some people, it's absolutely nothing. And I know that there's a lot of people listening to me right now today that are on a job, that are putting money into a 401k and getting absolutely no match. But that's not how it started. And I am going to tell you that this universal basic income, while it is great for some and it will do good for some if they know what to do with it. And if they know how to save and invest with it, because there's other countries right now that are doing this and there's been some studies done. And again, I don't believe all the numbers, but I'm telling you that central bank digital currencies, along with this UBI, are going to be ushered in and it's going to start well and it's going to end ugly. And so for those of you that want to opt out of that system, there is an opt out and you can slowly Put that opt out in your portfolio and you can dollar cost average your way out of opting in or having to participate in an economy that at the end of the day is not going to serve you well. And my hat goes off to you, to those of you that are listening that have done well with your 401k. I don't know many and I'm not looking at many Uh, statements right now that are doing well but we're gonna need a whole heap of a whole heap of money in retirement to be able to sustain ourselves based on what's happening right now in our economy so when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we'll continue the conversation this is kbla talk 1580 now now, let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So I am going to just go ahead really quickly and do our market update so we can we can uh, mark today's date. I'm doing the I'm enjoying doing these because I, in fact, am going to look back on these things on these shows uh, in five to ten years and say, remember when on July 28th, Bitcoin was worth. Uh, are trading at $29,315. So yes, right now, Bitcoin is trading at $29,315. It's up in the last hour, 0.01%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.61%. And it's down 1.84% in the last seven days. Ethereum is trading at $1,876. It's up 0.08% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.94%. In the last seven days, it is down 0.93%. And as we look at several of the other cryptocurrencies, um, they pretty much have the same pattern as the Bitcoin space, as the Ethereum space. You can go in and take a look at that. Our fear and greed index is dropping a little closer to fear. <laughs> it's at 51 percent. And I think that all has to do with the feds raising the interest rates, as we know that they have in the last uh, 24 hours and you know it's going to everybody's eyes are on what is actually happening so um, there is just a lot going on in this space ladies and gentlemen I try to give you a little bit of background information so that you can understand that they're ushering these 
different social programs in to kind of get us ready for this central bank digital currency thing. And again, while most people don't think it's such a big deal, it definitely is, which is why you're going to see a bunch of politicians pushing back against uh, central bank digital currencies. But what has happened right now and just recently in the cryptocurrency space is Ripple, which is XRP and technology of and Palau. For those of you who want to do some research, P-A-L-A-U have just announced a central bank digital currency stable coin pro- pilot program. So um, in the Philippines, um, they have partnered with Ripple announcing a limited pilot for its own United States dollar pegged stable coin issued using XRP technology. Now, again, those of you that have XRP that are trying to get rich quick, people are going to get this news and they are going to literally go buy a bunch of XRP because they want to get in on whatever this does. But I am going to say to you that this is just a a pilot program. The United States dollar is what it is pegged to. Again, learning pegged is not backed by whatever the United States dollar value is. That's what the value of the coin is going to be. This uh, I don't know what's the name of this coin. They didn't announce the name of it, I don't think, but it's pegged to not backed by. But even if it was backed by the United States dollar, we're talking about and remembering that there are countries and people all around the world that are confirming that the United States dollar is going to lose some of its value. So if it's pegged to, that means this stable coin is going to lose its value as well, because whatever the United States dollar is priced at, this is what um, the coin that they're having is going to be backed by. Let's just see. I think I was looking for the name, but this is going to be a pilot program. And so, ladies and gentlemen, We're going to just continue to see how and what happens with this um, XRP coin that they're utilizing for this. And I'm going to keep you posted. Again, I can't tell people what to invest in. I'm not here to uh, provide financial advice anymore on purpose. I'm not an advisor anymore on purpose. Uh, But if you decide to get involved in this uh, XRP or this pilot program because it's pegged to the United States dollar. Just really understand uh, what you're getting involved in. So you can go ahead and read the white paper on this, on what they're calling a stable coin. I don't think the United States dollar is too stable right now based on what's happening, but uh, you're still able to go to the store, buy things and do all the things that you need to do. But uh, we've got to get ourselves out of a system that has historically uh, run out of time. And I'm just going to say, we've looked at all the numbers. We've looked at the length of time that a particular currency remains the reserve world currency. Our time is up. Our gig is up. So if we want to keep going in those directions, you just get involved with this thing. 
get involved in everything that they're sharing with you or telling you to get involved in. But if you're looking to be self-sovereign and to make sure that you control your destiny and your future and your children's 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 income and monies, then really get into a self-sovereign cryptocurrency. And that is uh, one of the ones that I'm getting involved in which is Bitcoin. And so with that, ladies when we and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. I'm just going to briefly uh, deal with something. I met someone in the grocery store that asked me a question because they really were still feeling like Bitcoin was not legal because it has not been deemed legal tender in the United States. You can still use Bitcoin, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to make sure that we're clear for anybody that might be listening that thinks that they can't use Bitcoin. You can use Bitcoin to buy airline tickets. You can pay for hotel rooms in certain uh, just certain companies accept Bitcoin, um, not Amazon, Overstock.com. There's like a lot of them that accept Bitcoin. So it is not deemed legal tender it is legal in the united states but not legal tender if that makes sense so it means that it's unlikely that the united states dollar will be replaced which must be accepted for all debts public and private so when they deem something legal tender that means it must be accepted for all debts public and private Uh, but now it's optional Does that make sense? So I hope that's bringing it home for individuals who didn't really quite understand what legal tender means. Legal tenders means no matter what, people have to accept it. But Bitcoin is optional. So nobody is required to accept Bitcoin payments at this time. So it's not legal tender unless you're in El Salvador or some. uh, There's a couple of other places that have deemed it legal tender and you must accept all debts public and private in Bitcoin. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to continue the dollar cost average. When I come back in on Monday, we will definitely be giving you an update from the Black Wall Street wallet. I'm going to have a full update. I was hoping I would have one today, but I didn't get an opportunity to get one, but we will have one on Monday. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show, ladies and gentlemen, and we are also going to get off of here and do our daily dollar cost average because we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that absolutely means you.